Hey, welcome to a very special edition of Near Me Radio. This is Ryan Burton. On March 24th, 2023, we did a special webinar series with Leeds Near Me, which featured Guy Roberts, the director of Sales Fix Academy. We talked about improving your phone skills, phone tips to get more cars over the curb. So I just thought, hey, you know what? This is some great audio. We're going to extract the audio and we're just going to play it right here on Near Me Radio. So it's a typical webinar. I guess, yeah, there's a visual aspect to it a little bit, but the audio is so strong talking about phone skills. We thought we'd just place it here so you could check it out as well. So enjoy the webinar with Guy Roberts here on Near Me Radio. Guy, good afternoon. Hello, Ryan. Guy Roberts, director of Sales Fix Academy here with us today. And we'll just wait for people to get in. I see people entering the room and we'll just give them a second. Right, Guy? No worries, man. I'm here for you. Thank you. Well, we're here for them, right? The shop owners and this. And and I'm hoping there's some maybe service advisors and um, other shop level people that we can can chat with today. We'll give everybody kind of a minute to get in. Um, Guy, any, any... First of all, at the ShopFix events, and this has changed a little over the years, but I remember the early days, you were like kind of the de facto MC. You would get up, you'd do yeah. the raffles, and dude, you were so funny and so good. I mean, yeah. I mean, so really, you should be you 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 should be hosting because you're so funny. I, I should be. Yeah. <laughs> you really should. You agree with me? Do you remember those early days and all? The- I do, I do, and that was we're a do what it takes company at ShopFix, and so. It was one of those things where, hey, we need uh, we need this, we need that. I'll do it. I'll do it. And guy, you're an idiot. Why don't you just be an MC? <laughs> and what I can, yeah, no, what I well, you 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 probably still are very good at it. Yeah, and I'm really not just saying this. I mean, it was really hilarious. I mean, you would, <laughs> just you were just Thank so you. good. But um, no, the uh, what, what confuses me though is you're a drummer, aren't you? I am a drummer, and you typically look like, look like you're a bass player, yeah, I, which we usually we'd get along, right? That we reminds, usually would, yeah, that's right. We usually, right? We that's usually. there to remind me not to play it anymore. By the way, don't just oh, leave this. Okay. There it is. Leave it there. But no, but you're a drummer, which makes I mean, this is the basis drummer joke. It makes it confusing oh. that you're so good at that because drummers typically not so much, yeah, not so smart, right? So it's like, can we take the drummer's mic away? He's got too much. The drummer has too much of a mic over there. Let's just move the mic a little bit. (laughs) That's right. But you're an exception. You're good. All right. Well, let's see what we got here. Let's just assume that who's coming is here. And and, uh, so welcome. Uh, We're we're doing a little webinar today on a very important topic, and that is phone skills, uh, basically phone tips to get more cars in over the curb. And this is a never-ending training, a never-ending topic, but it's such an important one. And for me... I call this the intersection guy between advertising and the shop, right? This is where they intersect. We make the phone ring and then, you know, we need people to make something happen. So I thought it was so important. So I thought we would uh, call on you, the director of Sales Fix Academy, the guy in charge of a platform that spends, you know, a chunk of its time training on phone skills. Would that be an accurate portrayal? That is accurate. That's what we try to do. Try to get... For those that got on and don't know all about sales fix and don't know all about your background, I mean, can you give a quick little, and like, I'm assuming they know mine. I mean, maybe I need to think they're like, who's that guy? But why don't you tell people really quickly about sales fix, you know, how they help you and how you help them and and that sort of thing. Absolutely. 
Um, so SalesFix, it's a service advisor training program. It's a six month program initially. Um, we've actually just swapped over to being a subscription program. Um, but initially it was a, just a six month program where you go through, um, all these uh, 10 modules with all these, um, uh, video trainings and Zoom classes. Uh, we have a Facebook page for uh, enrolled students as well. And I kind of liken it to a like a college. The the videos and everything are the books and the and the knowledge. Uh, the Zoom classes are the actual classrooms where you can interact with a trainer, with a teacher, uh, ask questions, things of that nature. And then the Facebook group is kind of like campus. It's where all of our service advisors, uh, past and present, um, uh, can chat and talk about the industry and talk about what they're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. But basically it's, it's that training program. And what we've done just recently was switched over to a subscription program so that folks who have graduated, our alumni can continue to have ongoing training even after the six months is over. So kind of in a nutshell, that's what it is, is just ongoing training to help these advisors sharpen their skills and be more effective for the shop, but also be more effective for themselves, be a, a more a more of a valuable uh, asset to the shop. And that, that equals them making more money on their own. Nice. And and phone calls, is this a big part of the sales Huge part. training process? Um so let's get into it. Let's talk, let's talk about this. And you know, we at Leeds Near Me listen to phone calls, right? We we will go in and audit advertising campaigns and we listen to calls. Uh, in our new software, we've developed a lead scoring mechanism to kind of give a sense of what we thought of the lead. And it is, you know, and again, I say this, especially with new conversations we have with clients, but we're we're typically in the early days very uninspired with what we hear, right? I mean, we hear people yes. on these calls really what seems like making no real effort. We know they're trying and they're good people, but really seems like that. Uh, the length of the calls uh, can be shocking. I say all the time, guy, that a call over three minutes, I better hear a marriage proposal on the call yeah. because that's gone a little too too long. Um, so yeah, and I hear things like it's slow to pick up the phone call. I hear recorded messages in advance. It seems so complicated to get to the human Yep. I hear, you know, forwarding numbers going to cell phones. You know, the one where no voicemail has been set up and it just yeah. triggers on. All, I mean, I, I'm not joking. In shops, they're paying all wow. this money to advertising and advertising. And it happens quite regularly. So, so let, let's talk a little bit about that. And and I had actually Thomas Hayes on our Near Me Radio podcast, and he told me about uh, Aaron's training back in the day, the ring ring thing he used yes. to do, where yes. they're. So I won't put you on the spot. I'm sure you have this down as well, but maybe we'll get to that at some point, what a good sure. call sounds like. But yeah. let's start with um, one of the bullet points you sent me, sent me was getting customers over the curb and what yeah. it takes to get them saying yes, right? For sure. So over the curb, that's, that's the, and it's mostly what the calls that you hear uh, are these incoming calls, customers, they're looking they just they, they're looking for an appointment or they just want the car looked at right whether it's an oil change or repair whatever and most times um customers haven't thought through what they need right and if you listen to phone calls you've probably heard this um yeah i need an oil change great when do you want to come in oh um and then there's this they haven't even thought that far through right so getting them over the curb making sure that as a service advisor, you have some kind of script. And when I say script, it's not, uh, this is what we're going to say. And you're gonna say this verbatim every time, right? It's in this situation. This is what I'm, this is how I'm going to talk, how guy's going to say this script, right? 
And how do I answer the phone at the shop? When I was working in Aaron's shops, uh, we, we never asked what, how can I help you? It was always, thanks for calling Eurofix. This is guy. How are you today? Right. And, and it gets kind of, uh, the customer engaged. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, how can I help you today? And that just opens the door. Uh, I've always got, um, getting them over the curb when they're asking for, for the appointment, they want that oil change. Fantastic. I've got, you know, two options. Uh, I'm giving those customers two options. I've got an eight or a nine o'clock. Which one do you want? And in a question. And, um, when, when customers call and where most advisors get hung up is when they're getting the questions asked to them all the time. It's, um, you know, how much is it to do this or whatever, you know? Um, and they're always on the back leg, right? They're always answering the customer's questions where if you can just turn it around and ask a question back to them, when can you bring it in? Can you bring it in at eight or nine o'clock? Which one works best for you? Most people, nine times out of 10, will pick one of those options that you just gave them. Um, and if they don't work, pick two more, right? Um, and that puts them, you, you're in control. You're putting them in where you want them. And most customers, they don't, they don't care. They haven't even thought that far. So getting them over the curb, uh, the, the people who ask questions about, you know, how much is it? The, the important thing is saying, you know, how much is it to do uh, a valve cover gasket? I need a valve cover gasket. A shop told me my valve cover gasket's leaking. How much is it to do it there? Uh, great question. I'll, I'd love to give you an exact price, you know, and asking for their name and asking, do you want an eight or nine o'clock appointment? And, and a lot of times the service advisors struggle because they get in this argument back and forth. Um, and, and it, it doesn't have to be that way. It, it, you just turn that, those questions on, turn the questions back on them, let them know, yes, I can get you an exact price. I have to see the car. Would you like the eight or the nine o'clock appointment? Um, most times you don't go through these big, long arguments with customers. You just get, they just come, they make the appointment and they come, but everybody remembers the one or the two where they have this argument, right? Everybody remembers those, but the actual, if you listen to your phone calls and if you're shop owner, you better be listening to your phone calls or you have no idea what's going on in your shop. So listen to your phone calls, know that, you know, it's okay. You've had one or two of those and those can be hard to deal with, but for the most part, you got them over the curb, right? Does it make sense? Absolutely. We got Guy Roberts here, Sales Fix Academy. Really quick, we'll calibrate with the audience. Um, I'm guessing everybody can hear both of us, right? Everyone's going to get into these things and sometimes, oh yeah, I forgot to. So uh, if you want, if somebody wants to go in the chat, let us know everything's fine. Say, yes, we're good as well. So anybody just go in and say, yeah, I can hear you. And that leads near me guy talks too much. But anyway, uh, yes, I can hear you guys. Everything's good. And then the second thing uh, in the chat, just I see there's something in the q and I'm not seeing any question there, but I see something there. But feel free to uh, send chat questions in anytime for Guy. Um, as oh, well. he's wanted to know anonymous attendee. He wants to know, is this going to be recorded and accessible? Yes. In the You're seeing that question? I'm seeing it, man. I'm, I'm your, Why don't I see I'm your it? host. Are I you in know. charge of that? Okay, well, then can you answer the questions as they come in? Or, or right you know? it. Oh, uh, oh, 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 wait a minute. They're over here. I got There you. they are on your <laughs> other screen. Bass players, right? Okay. Yeah. Did you just say, oh, hey, Vic. Vic, okay. that's and my boy, Vic. Kevin, oh, an, an anonymous attendee. So let's answer that question. Okay, yeah. Carefully, right? Yeah. Uh, should I joke about that? Maybe I shouldn't. They want to be anonymous. I get uh, it. 
Um, it's going to be recorded and accessible in the deck. We'll put it up on probably Facebook or something. We'll get you okay with me putting it on Facebook, guy? Is that cool with you? Sure, why not? We'll jam this thing out there. So questions. Oh, chat seems disabled. Oh, well, <laughs> that answers that. Well, we'll use the, uh, can the Q&A work? I mean, the questions seem yeah. to be coming through well here. So use the Q&A. Uh, very good. So what I want to address, something you just talked about, is the word yes. I know shop fix, a big thing is about being a yes shop, right? Oh, we can't enter the chat. Um, you know what? Do you see a way to turn the chat on over there? Uh, let's see. Chat. Hosting panel to... Uh, let me see if I can... I mean, if you want to just use the Q&A, that seems to be hey, working. Yeah, I'll just use the Q&A. That works. All right. If that's okay. If it's not then say it doesn't work well or something and we'll we'll figure it I'm, out i'm seeing their their questions so all right so let's talk about the yes shop uh, sure. attitude yes shop philosophy so yeah. tell us how that works so yes shop and a, a lot of people get the yes shop thing a little misconstrued um being Mis a yes shop misconstrued i guess is that a word yeah, i'm just a drummer i'm just a drummer he's a drummer again misconstrued yes something okay so let's say this um it's, it does not mean, um, you know, you're an auto shop and uh, someone wants to bring their bulldozer in. You say yes to that, right? It doesn't mean saying yes to it. means saying yes to what you work on, right? Saying yes to customers and bringing them in. Um, if you have to say no to somebody, saying it in a way that sounds like yes. That's what yes shop is. It's being absolutely, we can do that. Like giving, for, for example, we don't give prices over the phone. Somebody wants a price over the phone. Absolutely. I can give you that exact price. Would you like to bring it in at eight or nine o'clock? I can give you the exact price when you bring it in. That is, you're saying no, but you're saying yes, right? I can do that for you. Um, so uh, no is just when people hear no, it, it, it puts them off, right? So, um, so that's based, that's in a nutshell, that's the basic concept of what a yes shop is, you know, say yes to what you work on, get those people in. We'll figure it out when it gets here, right? Uh, and some of the things that um, mess with a service advisor's head and keeps them from saying yes, when they when they turn around and see bays are full, right? And they've got pressure from technicians who are, I've got so much work to do, right? How do I say yes creatively and get them in here? Because the customer, when they want to come in, is when they need to come in, right? Um, if I'm if I say, you know, can you bring it in on Friday? Uh, they're going somewhere else. You're, you're saying no to them, right? So it really helps if the whole team's on board. Um, one of the things that really helped me was having a great foreman uh, who understood the concept. When a customer wants to come in, I need to get them in here. Um, so if my guys were all full with uh, production, they're trying to knock some work out. My foreman knew. My foreman did most of the old changes because when we were busy, he said, "Yeah, bring them in." If Mr. Smith could not come in in the morning, he had to come in at four o'clock. It's the only time he had. Bring him in. I'll do an old change. I'll do a great inspection for him. We'll get it sold. We'll have work for these guys when they're done with this production. Because when the production's gone, where's the work coming from? If we're telling people, come in next week, right? Come in in two days. So that's the concept of, of a yes shop. So oh. Dave Becker has a question. He's asking, uh, where do you go when they don't want to make an appointment? I just want to know what you charge for a valve cover. So, uh, so when I have those <laughs> moments with them, uh, I don't want to make part. I just want to know. I, I keep coming back with, I, I want to give you that exact price. I need to see your car in order to give you an exact price. I don't want to give you the wrong 
price for what we need to do on your car, but I got to see the car. Would you like an eight or nine? I go right back to that question. It's rare that this happens. And Dave, people remember uh, the arguments, but they don't happen as often as everybody feels like they do, right? I'll have arguments with folks and it's not, I'm being nice. I'm not really arguing with them. I'm just telling them, absolutely, I want to do what you need, but I need to see the car. Would you like to bring in it this time or this time? And I've had, maybe I can count on one hand, uh, people that have gotten so upset they hung up on me. But what, are, what do I know about this? They're probably at another shop. They probably already got a price and they're just trying to get the price that they've got lower where they're at. They're not coming to see me, right? People who are genuinely want to come in and see the, and see me, um, they're probably not going to argue with me and they're just going to roll with it. So um, I, our service advisors remember those those um you know those headbutting moments they just don't happen as often as as they feel like they do do you feel a little bit that it has to do with and convincing is the wrong word i mean um but do you feel it's a, and i can't think of another one quick enough here but do you feel it's a situation of you have to somehow convince them that bringing it in is the best thing to do is there kind of a sales pitch on the bringing in i mean is that kind of the uh to a point yes. the road Yes. And, and that's where that, uh, practice, perfect practice makes perfect, right? Practicing with other service advisors. Hey, you know, if I'm getting caught doing the ring ring game, that's, that's something Aaron did with us all the time. And it's just got us to think and, and to stop trying to come up with these long convoluted arguments with people to explain, well, you know, in your car, you've got a, you know, blah, blah, blah with a, you know, and just going with this big technical explanation. You don't have to do that. You just kind of appeal to their, listen, I want to give you exactly what you want. I just have to see the car first. So when do you want to bring it in? Eight or nine o'clock? You know, it's, it's just, you know, it rarely goes above that. Um, people will keep coming back at you. And I guarantee you, um, if you're good at the ring ring game and you do that with your folks, um, you can work them. And, and just keep coming back and keep coming back. Aaron would do that all the time, but it would be rare that we'd have customers that would do that with us. Can you do the ring, ring game really quick? Like if I say ring, ring, can you do... Thanks for calling Eurofix. This is Guy. How are you doing today? I'm good. Am I role-playing with you too? Am you I are. The call? You're okay. going. I, I'm, I'm, I, so What's I'm the name? customer. Um, the I'm Ryan. Hi. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? Is there something I can do for you? Yeah, my my Cadillac's making a funny noise, and I want to know what you charge to do brakes. I need some front brakes done. Can how much oh. you charge for that? Oh, absolutely! I can give you an exact price on that. Would you like to bring the car in? I, I've got an eight or a nine o'clock appointment. You can bring that in. We can take a look at it. Now, I'd prefer you just kind of tell me what it costs. I mean, can you give me a rough estimate of what that'll cost? Uh, I I could give you a rough estimate. I don't think that would uh, be giving you a good idea of what needs to happen to your car. I want to give you an exact quote. Would you like an exact quote, Ryan? Yes. You want the exact price? Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to do that for you. So um, if you can bring it into us, we can do an inspection. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you a dime to do the inspection. We'll look at it and I'll give you an exact price on those brakes. So does eight work for you this morning? You bring it in? I see that. I get it. You go back to the time again. So what would happen if I said, you know, do, do people in your experience again, would they prolong this? Would they say, hey, look, I mean, can you just give me a number or something? I mean, you, you remember you say they remember the argument. Do they, 
do they, can I just get this? So where do we go from there? We kind of revert Very, back. I, mean, to the, I revert back. I revert back. And, and it doesn't happen that often because you felt it too, as a, as a customer, did you not? When I went yeah. back to the eight or nine, you felt the need to, I just need to, okay, I'll take the eight, eight o'clock. There are some argumentative customers. And the reason why they're argumentative is they're, they're at another shop. They already got a price. They're looking for the cheaper price so that they can turn around and say, Hey, he just told me he could do it for, for $450. Can you do that? All right, great. Thanks. You know what I mean? So most customers are just like, yeah, no, I'll take the nine o'clock. Um, but if they do keep coming back, I just keep reverting back. Absolutely. I I don't want to steer you wrong. I don't want to give you a wrong price. I would hate to give you the wrong price on what you need on your particular car. So um just bring it into us. It's a free inspection. It doesn't cost you a thing. And then go back to the question. Would you like the eight or the nine o'clock? It's hard. And you said something really, really important. And you kind of just, it just kind of floated out there and you moved on, but the perfect practice making perfect and the repetition of it, you know, the perfection of the practice, the doing it, the repetition, where it becomes second nature to, to people when they pick up the phones. That's so important. Absolutely. Because our practice happens nine times out of 10 in a shop happens with the next customer. And so you're failing over and over and over. And it's the same thing as with music, right? You're a bass player, drummer. If I practice a pattern on the drums and I try to do it fast and I keep over and over doing it fast and doing it wrong fast, I'm teaching my muscle memory. It's the exact same thing with how you answer a phone. You're teaching yourself how to do it wrong over and over again. Whereas what you need to do is not pick up the phone, talk to the person next to you, uh, and say, Hey, I'm just, I'm going to pitch this job to you or, um, you know, call me, you know, let's do some ring ring. It's not busy right now. Ring ring, uh, and be a customer trying to get a price on a break job and be very difficult with me. And so the more you get really difficult practice and you get more smooth and better and don't get upset because people get upset on those. They get really frustrated with those customers that keep coming back and you know what I mean? Um, but if you practice those, most of the customers are not going to be those customers. They're just going to take one of the appointments, right? Or they're just, hey, can you bring it in now, right? Absolutely. Now a good time. That's what we say all the time is now a good time to bring the car in. I think this practice thing is so critical. And I think that's, you know, I'm assuming everybody's doing things like that, but let's make that um, a bit of... Uh, a bit of the uh, the message here today to to practice, you know, to get your team sure. practicing. Um, w- when I was a salesperson years ago in in radio, um, I used to use a script that I would follow, that I would read, and eventually it became very second nature. I mean, after a thousand times, even I was able to remember it. But I did very well, and they eventually made me a manager and, and had me train people. And someone came into my office one day and said, "Hey, I'd reached. I worked for a company called Cumulus Media years ago that owns radio stations." Oh, yep. And, I and I became, uh, in August of like 2004, I was named the top salesperson for the entire company. Cool. And uh, so one of the guys came into my uh, office when I was a sales manager and said, I want to do what you did. I want to do that, right? So I said to them, just like you said, I said, I'm going to tell you what to do, but don't interpret it. Do exactly like I'm showing you deliberately, like doing this language, uh, yeah. doing it that way. So I'm getting a sense that that's part of what you're training, how you're doing it. And it's so important to get that language right. You know, your energy on that call, fake call we did, you know, the way you framed it. I mean, I, I don't feel like I can be mad at you. I don't think you're being unreasonable. You know what I mean? For sure. For most people are. And and like what you said, uh, having that script, and we would have those at Euroface. We would have them on the sides of the computer screen. But are you going to say that verbatim? Probably not. Not the, the way I would say that would be very close, but 
in my own, you know, the way I would say it, the way God would say it, right? And and the same thing with whoever was sitting next to me as a service advisor, they would say it just a little different, more like what how they would say it. So um, nice. that's where the practice comes in. Practice this script. What would you say if a customer said this? Here's the script, but do it in your own words. And you mentioned, I think at the beginning of this webinar, you kind of alluded to outbound calls. And I hadn't considered, I was thinking of all the inbound calls because I'm the marketing guy, right? Call yeah, comes in, but, cars, right? but it's a critical, I mean, the outbound calls are maybe even more important. I mean, this is very, very important. And I, I that's not a big part. I guess we're making outbound calls here. So we have some insight there, but tell me a little bit about the training you do there. And, yeah. and Drew Craig is talking about picking up phones with smiles on your face and absolutely yes. having that positive energy, yep. the yes mentality. I want you to come in. Yes, you've called, you've called the right place. We do that here. You know, come yeah, on by. You know, yes. I, I tell everybody when I talk to them, we want your business. We want to do business with you. We, you know, yes, we do that. And yes, we yeah. want to do business with you. And it's those little things that people just yeah. kind of overlook. Like, I want to hang out with you. I want to do this. And yeah. we appreciate that as people, that people want right. to be with us and want to go our way. But talk about outbound calls. So outbound calls. So um, I, I think this is something that's, and we do teach this in sales fix as far as we're talking about car count, right? We want to improve our car count. And how do we do that with our phone scripts? Um, obviously over the curb, if the phones are ringing, the marketing is doing its job, right? Um, so what happens if, um, if the phones are not ringing, obviously we need to look at our marketing and see what's going on, but what can we do internally? And so that's something we teach our service advisors. It is part of their job to do outbound calls. Slow day calls is what they call them. So there needs to be a process for, for those slow days. When things are slow, you don't just sit there and wait for the phone to ring. Um, I like to think about uh, this is something that Aaron said a, a long time ago when I was an advisor. He wanted the experience when you came into Eurofix to be like a like a nice hotel, like you're the concierge, right? And and you are treating people super kindly when they come in. You're just uh, pouring on uh, the uh, customer service. They just feel so welcomed and so special. Um, so it applies as well to outgoing calls. And when you have a customer base as a service advisor, you have customers. I still have customers. I remember their names. They're great customers. Um, there were, there were notes I would put in their account, whether it's on, on a, on a, on a notebook that I would have or in their, uh, account on the computer, um, birthdays and, um, you know, pets names and kids and their ages and things like that. I think I listen to things when they come in, I was, I'm having such a bad day today. My dog died this morning and, you know, stuff like that. I just remember those things. So you can go that extra mile and do something special for them. Um, but so that relates to the outbound calls. Uh, when you're calling these customers, things are slow. You call these customers. This is a customer service call, right? This is not a call that's slimy. It's not a call where it's like, well, phones aren't ringing. So I'm going to call these people that I quoted things six months ago and say, Hey, uh, you haven't fixed that yet. You want to buy now? You know, it's, I mean, that, they wouldn't say that, but if you're just calling to say, Hey, I just called because I thought about you. And, um, we had some breaks that we quoted you about six months ago. Would you like to do them today? That's not what the initial intent of the call is. Yes. We are trying to recapture work that we quoted before, but most, the primary reason for that call is customer service. Hey, Mr. Smith, we haven't seen you in a while. Um, just want to make sure that repair that we did on your cars, that check engine light's still off, everything good. 
Is that, is that noise still gone? Great. Great to hear that, man. I just want to make sure that everything was good with your car. I thought about you because I know we quoted you some brakes. We're having a special this month. I, I thought about you and this would be a great time for you to do it. Would you like to bring your car in? Would you like me to come pick your car up? Whatever, right? So it's customer service. The ask for the sale comes after I've addressed what did we do last on the car? Is that still cool? Is everything still good? Because I'm one of the people, and I think there's a lot of people like this, where if something happens in a shop and it's bad, I'm not going to go complain about it. I'm just not coming back. And so these calls will help cut those off at the pass, right? And especially if you're making these outbound calls, these are 48 hours after the repair is done, checking in on them, just trying to make sure everything's good with the car. I know we did a, a big repair on your car, just trying to make sure everything's good. If there's an issue, light came right back on, man. I'm so sorry to hear that. Can I pick the car up for you? Can I send a tow truck for it? Whatever, right? You can cut off some bad reviews at the pass. You can earn the trust of those people, um, you know, a lot quicker. And you gain these customers that trust you. You know, they 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 come back to you, right? Uh, you may actually gain more sales per ticket because they you earned that trust and now they're not questioning all these repairs that they're needing or these services that they're needing. So that's a, that's a big one. And I think service advisors don't think about uh, the importance of, of doing that. Now let's flip to when it's not a slow day, when it's a busy day, right? You need to be doing that then too, right? Uh, you, most calls that you make nine out of 10, I would say go to voicemail. If you've got a good script for a voicemail, that's not long it's a customer service oriented script. And you're just saying, Hey, Mr. S Mr. Jones, I know you're busy. I'm just calling this guy from Eurofix. I'm just calling to check on your car, make sure everything's good. Give me a call if you get a chance. Thanks, buddy. Click. That's it. You're not trying to sell them anything there, but if there's an issue or if they're like, Oh yeah, I have some things I need to do that, that maintenance light came on. I need to make an appointment. You may trigger callbacks. You may trigger some callbacks. So along with the marketing, that person up front, that answers the phones, their responsibility is on slow days and on busy days, squeezing in a call or two here and there. I've got 15 minutes after lunch. I'm going to call Mr. Jones and just check on him. That's it. And then be done with that and move on with your day. Any thoughts, questions for Guy, the director of Sales Fix Academy, throw them out there. And um, even just sort of feedback ideas or things you've done that have been successful that you can enter in the conversation. Um, you know, so you're doing this training ongoing and you're being exposed to lots of people. Is there a test for phone skills you do? Like they go through phone skills, the, the curriculum for phone answering and all that kind of thing. Is that part of it? Yes, there are, um, three assignments in the initial six month program, heavily based on phone skills. Uh, and that's, and that's for a pass fail grade. So they have to submit, uh, doing the anytime scripts, which is one of the things that we teach. Um, when somebody calls, Hey, I'm having a noise in the back of my car. Well, anytime you're having a noise in the back of your car, you should have one of my ASC certified technicians take a look at it. Is now a good time? So they're, they're learning to execute that with confidence, not sound, um, you know, monotone, putting a smile on their face, like somebody had said already. I think it was Don. Um, you know, just making sure they're resetting between each call. Uh, I know if you have a bad call with one customer and you get a call for another one, it's really hard to reset. But um, we do that in, in sales fix. We, we have our, our, uh, our assignments where they have to submit, uh, whether it's a real call from a customer, 
uh, one that they kind of act through or one that they do with the trainer one-on-one. -on -one. They can call the trainer and just do that uh, assignment one-on-one -on -one and it's done with a pass-fail grade and, and they get feedback and um, uh, input and uh, so that way they can improve on their skills in that sense. Are we starting to see any data? Like, are we starting to see any trends on the people that are taking this class and yes. getting a sense of personality types to look for? I mean, because <clears throat> this also plays into recruiting, right? And look, you know, sitting here and saying it's easy to find people and no big deal. I mean, it's we all know how hard that is. But the point is, is um, you know, is is there some? Are there traits you starting starting to build a profile for the? Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, is there yeah, some oh yeah, totally. Data you're collecting now with this? Yeah, I, I would say what we find most often um, is um, it's typically uh, females who really excel at this, um, and a lot of times they're coming into this. Um, a lot of our folks who go through the program and. I'll say, you know, at the graduations at the end, they're so psyched to have graduated this. This is college for them. Some of them, they didn't go to college. Some of them never finished high school. They're just trying to make it in the world and they found a niche and they found something that they like. And then they go through this program and they get all this input and they have no, pre, you know, preconceived notions. You know, they're, they're not like they haven't been in the industry 30 years and they know how to do this. It's like they're just a sponge and they absorb it and they just execute it. And those people that, you know, they may not have auto backgrounds. They're just, they're smart. They can multitask and they're understanding sales from going through this program. And then they're executing. And we're seeing on average, we see a $200 increase in ARO with graduates, but we take the data from when they start to when they end. Uh, we see a 14% increase in close ratio and about a $27,000 increase in month and best month sales. That's what, that's what our data is showing us. But most times, and it's not all the time, but uh, most times it's, it's, you know, females that just go nuts with this. They, they, it's like they got something to prove, right? And they're just crushing it. What's something somebody can do today? Now we've got obviously they can join Sales Fix Academy and the, the nature of this was not necessarily to, you know, to pitch sure. Sales Fix Academy today. We'll probably do that just, you know, kind of right. by proxy here, or what if that's the right way to put it. But um, what's some actions or books or something? Is there something somebody could do today to improve this? I mean, where could someone go to just, you know, if an owner, because I, I believe in action, I believe everything's a today thing. What can you do today? What can you do right now? If you're going to mm -hmm. exercise, do it right before the day ends, find something to do today, 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 right? So yeah. what's something actionable we can give them that they can watch, that they can turn around to their service advisors or anybody watching this? If you are if you are a service advisor, what's something that they can improve their craft immediately. We can just give to them. What can we do? Yeah, there's a lot of good things. Um, I would say two things that stand out um, for the advisors who are in this industry and have no auto background. I didn't have any auto background. I was just a dumb drummer, right? Um, so, right, exactly. Exactly. Sorry. So, <laughs> so I came in this with no auto background, um, but I came in it purposeful, coming off of one career, starting a new career, having two kids, and a wife to feed, right? And having to, I cannot fail. I have to, I'm going to be good at this. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to be good at it, right? So um, one thing that helped me, just understanding basics of auto repair to be able to communicate with customers was 
um, I would find YouTube videos on, you know, how a cooling system works in an engine or, um, you know, what, what oil does in an engine, how it, how it works and what it, what's its, what's its purpose and how it flows through the engine and all that. Um, and I would listen to uh, my technicians and, and ask questions and try to get things in layman's terms. Um, so I think YouTube's a great place just to learn some knowledge but not so that you can impress people with what you know. It's just so that you can effectively communicate what they need in layman's terms. And that's it. Um, I would say that is, it was super valuable for me. Um, as far as like a book to read, um, we give a book away in, at our graduations. It's called Exactly What to Say. Um, uh, who's, is Phil? I need to read that book. We do. <laughs> Phil Jones uh, uh, is, the, is the author. Um, it's super easy reads, you know, small book, but great great content and we give it away at our graduation. And, um, that's a good thing that, uh, folks listening on this, they can just, just jump on Amazon and grab that book. And that would be a, it's, it's, uh, it, some of it's not auto. I mean, it's not auto specifically, but, um, it's, you know, you can use it in your sales and everything. It's a great, it's a great way to reset your mindset on, um, on how to talk to people. So can we post like along with this, when we put it up like a, a quick little free script or something from you or something that like the ring yeah. ring game where they can do, or maybe we get it in here now or something. Yeah. I got a couple love of people to have yeah. something to go back to their people with and go, let's just like, let's practice right now. Again, you know, even the practice don't even be good at how you organize the practice. And I think, uh, with, shop well as i would say shop fix but with aaron shops aaron mm -hmm. soaks of course with his shops um you guys would practice uh, in the mornings or in in certain times right you yeah, have actually training yeah. we'd call them right there's a regular uh, when i was working in the shops we had a regular monthly sales meeting and so all the shops would come to one we'd have dinner we'd probably do some kind of team building game but aaron would do some kind of lesson on sales right and we would end the night with a ring ring game. And so once a month we did that. So it was very good. Nice. So see if we can find something we can uh, just throw out there now for the people here that, you know, give them some script, you give them a book idea. That's great. Um, or anything. And obviously they can reach out to you at, um, at uh, sales fix Academy. Would they go to the website and just submit a form if they want to learn more about what you're doing over there? Yeah, or how would they? Yeah, if they just go to salesfixacademy.com, all the information is on that. Just read okay. through, scroll everything. It's all on that page there. So salesfixacademy.com. We actually purchased salesfix.com because um we 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 can't use Salesfix Academy. So we we dropped Academy off the name and oh. um, we only have it in our website because that is our website, but we will soon be moving that over to just salesfix.com nice. um, to make it simple. So uh, but yeah, they can go on there and um learn all about what we do and our trainers and how it works. Nice. We're going to end on these two points. So we're talking about phone calls, but let's talk about chats, website chats, and let's talk oh. about drop-ins. So we've put all this attention on calls, but let's just leave because these are also how people are introduced to us. They get the map directions on the website and they they drive on in or they're on yep. the chat bot or something. Uh, is it, I imagine it's similar, but tell me the differences and tell me your thoughts and experiences there. Well, um, the drop-ins for sure. Um, when I was an advisor, it wasn't much in, in the way of chat bots or whatever. Um, but, um, it's all just unexpected customers that pop in, right. And how do we deal with them? Right. So when you've got customers that come in, um, and they were unannounced and they don't have an appointment, um, we're all about bring them in. Let's make a spot for them. Let's figure it out. And that's where it really helps for the service advisors and the technicians to be on the same page with that. 
Uh, and, uh, when I was managing the shops, I made sure that my guys in the back knew, look, um, this is how the front works. Sometimes a customer is going to pop in and we need to handle them. We can't send them away because they'll go somewhere else. So this is, this is, we got to figure it out. I get it. Everyone's busy, but somebody's got to pause for a minute and let's take a look at what's going on. A lot of times it ended up being the foreman. Some of you don't have a foreman. Your, your technicians need to understand that. Um, this is the nature of the game, right? Um, we, we don't, everything's not organized and just so, and it's a perfect flow of work. It's all about ups and downs, right? And typically the crazy ups are a couple days a month, right? They're not every day of the month. So we've got to maximize those days when we're just slammed and everybody's trying to come in. We got to try to take care of them as best as possible. Loaner cars, utilize loaner cars. If you don't have loaner cars, call enterprise, call Hertz. Put them in a loaner, take the expense to gain that customer and to gain that customer's, um, you know, patronage for years to come. Right. If you took care of them that day, you're like, you know what? I, I'd love to take your car in right now. Let me see what I can do. Call some, you know, I, I called Hertz. They're going to come here and get you and put you in the car. I'm going to go ahead and foot the bill for that car. I want you to be taken care of. It's that concierge thing. It's that high end. I was just in Mexico last week and amazing customer service there. It just really re-reminded me of um, just the importance of treating people like they're special, right? And that feeling of, I mean, when the dude brought my bags up to the room and said, welcome home, I was just like, ah, this is cool. You know, here you go. Here's a tip, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, people are going to be happy to give you their money when you treat them you give them the most amazing experience. And honestly, we have got a lot of bandwidth in our shops to give an amazing experience above and beyond everybody else around us. So if, you, if you're if you the one shop in town that just has this, I mean, we had to wear ties and dress pants and that was the best I had to dress up for work when I started working at an auto shop, which was crazy. But that was Aaron's thought process in it. It needs to be a five-star experience when you come here. If you're giving a five-star experience, you're taking care of people, those people are going to come back. The phone calls are going to come in. They're going to keep coming in, right? So, I mean, I don't know if I answered your question there, but... No, no, it's the five-star experience and the experience people have when they do business with you is so important. And uh, my my wife, Kathy, calls a lot of companies sales prevention machines. You know, they're doing everything yeah. they can to to prevent that deal from happening. So, um, you know, in any situation where something happens, when we're a customer, we're looking for heroes, you know, we're looking for, for someone to help us out. When I call Delta, something related to my flight and somebody, um, you know, somebody takes those extra, extra steps. It's huge. And I, I actually, by the way, I got these vouchers with Delta for yeah. upgrades. I don't know yeah. if you know, you get these vouchers and with miles and I got these vouchers and I didn't know that when I canceled flights that the vouchers sat in limbo. So they all went away and I was like, I thought I had some. So I, I, nobody told me this and I called a few times and I finally got somebody on the phone who like spent the time reapplying those vouchers. And it like took like three people before somebody wow. would do it. But you know what I mean? But these, this is what we're talking about. This, this ex first experience they have with your company or the experience they have when they get there. It's, uh, um, you know, th that's, that's what people are looking for. And it's not hard to deliver. You know, you're, you're there anyway, right? Not. And it's, those are those first calls. Those over the, over the curb calls. So when leads near me drives the calls in and your, your shops answering those calls, you can't look at oil changes as, um, you know, a nuisance, right? 
that's money that the owner, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about as a service advisor, you need to understand that owner put money in to make that phone ring. I, I remember uh, doing a coaching uh, visit to one of my shops and we talked to the FCA who answered the phones and we asked her, how much do you think it costs for that phone to ring? She's like, I don't know, a dollar. And we calculated it for it. It's $55 every time the phone rings. And if that person, if you're telling them they can't come in right now, you just crumple that $55 up and threw it away. And she was just floored. She had no understanding of that. And so I think as owners, shop managers, we fail to communicate what goes into all this and how important these oil changes are. They're not just something for a tech just to blast through an oil change and get to the next broken car. Those are opportunities. And so every time that phone rings, it's opportunities. So we, we need to answer with that five-star answer, right? We got we to be answering like we're a concierge for the four seasons and just blowing them away. I like it. And, you know, I hear from people from time to time, not a lot, because a lot of them are trained by guys, so we don't have to worry. <laughs> but sometimes we hear and they say things, these two things like, we're only getting oil change calls. Or they're all price shoppers. I'm like, they're all price shoppers because they have no relationship with you. That's where it right. starts. They And I worked in retail very briefly years ago, and they showed me this, this, this survey or list or whatever. And price is one, two, or three for why they come in. But mm -hmm. price was like number 23 for why they buy, right? So they come in on the loss leader, those end cap cheapo washer and dryer then they leave with the deluxe versions there so we promised we keep this short and sweet of course you and i have Blood. a gift of the gap because we never as drummers and bass players we don't get to talk very much they to, sit so we take these there. opportunities that's right we milk them when we get them we <laughs> go right. go go hey listen thanks for hanging on this webinar i'll post it on the leads near me page i'll put it up there if anybody wants to watch it again or share it if you got some nuggets out of it. Um, hey, Guy, man, thank you very much for doing this with us today. I'm yeah. super duper grateful, man. And thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for hanging with us today. Uh, and have a great rest of your day. All right. Bye, everyone. An effective online presence is a critical part of your shop's growth and profitability, which is why it only makes sense to use the company that many top performing repair shops use, Leads Near Me. Leads Near Me blows up your phones with a strategic combination of killer websites, high converting Google ads, traffic driving social media posts, and more. Reach them by text or call 888-953-2379 or visit them online at leadsnearme.com. Leads Near Me, effortlessly increase car count.